Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello everyone, it's the Mage and Payjack podcast. I am Mage, that is Payjack. Welcome along. Uh, no guests this week, I mean... Just the two of us. Yeah, well, as it should be. We had a few people saying initially, uh, you know, we want, just want you guys, what you guys, well, you get your wish. We couldn't really top Jamie Carragher last week, so uh, from last week. So, so we haven't we, tried. So we haven't even tried. You no. can't fail we, uh, if you we, don't try. We've got some more people lined up for the, for the coming weeks, but we thought it was a nice little, nice little time to catch up and do... And we had a guest. That's also true, but the coronavirus has just fucked it all, hasn't it? Absolutely exactly. fucked it all. Um, and the worst thing is, is because we're pre-recording this, like, one of us might be dead by the time this comes out, Hopefully Chris, you. so... It's not very nice. I know, but... In a world where you can be anything, Chris, don't be, be a cunt. Be kind. <laughs> be less of a cunt. Okay. Well, you know, in a world where one of us dies, it's, it's you. It's likely to be the older one, though, isn't it? Yeah, no. And bearing in mind that you're no. 39 next year. <laughs> I am exactly one month older. 39 then, yeah. next year was I'm Coronavirus doesn't give year. a shit. You don't taste sweeter for being a month younger. Who would you say is the genetic, genetically weaker of the two of us? Uh, me. Okay, so no further comment, Your Honour. Um, but I'm, all, I'm also hardy. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, you've got this level of levels of Polish resistance. I've got a bit of Irish in me, which gives me a bit of that. Like, but yeah, the the definitely the, defo, the poles are largely unkillable. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's dive into. We're going to do some of the the deepest, darkest confessions of the internet mm-hmm. in a little bit, including perhaps one or two of our own along the way. Stay tuned because it's going to be it's going to be good fun. Um, but we're going to dive in with the page. The purge. The purge. The purge. Um, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, so um, I'm taking a leaf out of Jamie Webster's book and I'm uh-huh. purging something from the car because I realised that as soon as he said, as soon as he started speaking the other week, that that is a major gripe in my life at the moment. Like other drivers and just other people in general, really. The gem, just hate they, the they, they, they manifest themselves when I'm on the road uh, a lot more. And what well, probably my biggest after maybe or. Uh, yeah, as a percentage, I'm saying this annoys me more than anything else because you don't see it very often. Mm-hmm. It's people who drive down a one-way street and then pull to the left at the end to turn right. So it happens, <laughs> right? It's I, it's niche. Don't it's get me wrong. Very- <laughs> I understand that it's fucking niche, yeah. Paul. It's not something that crops up often, but no, when it does, but you, when you are in control of a vehicle, you should know the rules of the fucking road, and. So I always cut through. I, you know me. I don't like to go the the, the normal ways. I will there's, go. There's every how the crow way. flies, 
the and there's the most direct way and there's this the quickest way and then there's the Chris Payjack way. Exactly. And I learned it off my dad. You know what I mean? My dad drives exactly like me, or I drive exactly like my dad. We're both impatient as fuck. There is so that. this is why this is why it annoys me so much. Yeah. So I always drive down this one way street by Mospits, uh, coming down from sort of King David. And every time at the fucking end of the road, there's a person who's on the left-hand side trying to turn right. If you were just on the right side of the road, because no one can fucking go there and turn right, I could go fucking left and carry on with my day. But you're a thick cunt, and you have to get on the wrong side of the fucking road and block me off. And now, this is my shortcut. And this so is, go away, you bad tits. This is like like, like this is like life hacks, isn't it? This, is, this could be saving you, on average... 10 seconds a day exactly which cumulatively speaking adds up to about a minute extra life exactly that's how, what would you do with your extra they're minute they're killing me slowly <laughs> no I, I I, the thing that I thought you were going to say because the thing that often gets me is that people don't the way people pull out to turn like the turn, right, fucking... the turn, like the turning of fucking eighteen wheeler. Yeah, you know what I mean? like the, like you, you're mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in like... a fucking micro. You... <laughs> Hold on, everyone. Hold on, and put our hands on Wait a second. I have to make a very slight turn <laughs> and an edge out and round the corner and in. Horseshit. Absolute horseshit. Yeah. No. Um. I do. And and I look as as with all good things. You know, I, I'm guilty of hypocrisy. I'm sure I've done that. I can't drive my car to save. To, I like. I'm. I'm. I've never been a bad driver. I'm not saying I'm a fucking brilliant. You are driver. now an assisted driver, though. Absolutely. So, like, this is this is the thing. Uh, my car's got lots of bells and whistles on it that I'm not used to, but I've become very accustomed to all of a sudden. And I I remember this because this comes back to our confessions. But I'll get it out the way early. I crashed into a car in a, in a supermarket car park once because I was reversing and it had parking sensors and, beep, 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 and I was so accustomed to it that I don't look behind me because I know if, I, if something's approaching and it beeps I'll stop what I did what I discovered that day is if your handbrake's still on the parking sensor doesn't engage so I just drove backwards <laughs> into a car <laughs> I went boom what the fuck oh Shit! And I had to absolutely bail out of that car park. But no, I, because my car's I've got an estate and it's a big one as well. It's dead. It's dead long. And um, I, 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 yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm just I've become terrible. At Did I ever tell you about the time I crashed into a, a car um, fairly close to my mum and dad's house? Okay. No. So, I've been. In, I've been in a car crash with you before. Yeah, that was a funny one. Was that the one with Jerome and Mark? Yeah, 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 okay, we'll talk about that later. We can bring that one up. This was one where I, I crashed into a, a car that was stationary as I think I was trying to park or I was pulling out. Uh-huh. Anyway, I got caught by the, the owl bitch who fucking <laughs> run the fruit and veg shop and she fucking dobbed on me, right? <laughs> so then... Fucking hell. Gotta go out of this tonight. So, so th- they ended up looking for me and... Um, I'm trying to say, think what I can say here and what I can't say. Um, so, in the end, uh, what me and my brother decided, <laughs> because we weren't of a perfect equilibrium within our brain. Okay. Right? Perhaps were you slightly... Less Pebbled. A hundred... <laughs> 
You weren't, you weren't operating at 100% capacity, right? So, That's so, it, we weren't operating at 100% capacity. We were pebbled. Um, so we went home. And it had a big fucking black line down my car, by the way, at this point. And we were like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Because we'd record the neighbours while we went to the shop for supplies. So... We watched neighbours while we decided what to do, and then there was a knock on the door. <laughs> Someone said to them, Carnival us, we watched neighbours, we were watching neighbours at that time, because no one would think you'd record neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. Yeah, 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 perfect alibi. Is that a Sky Plus box I see underneath your television? Is it a what? Fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, I um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. I'm happy for you, Paige. I'm happy for the continued Paige of that. People who can't drive and and and, and car assistance systems. It's making us all worse. Like it making us all worse at everything. Like you, you, um, you got an automatic. Oh yeah, I love it. And it's automatic's and amazing. It's just a big go kart. It's got a go pedal. But it's, it's everything about it, it, and it. But it's life all over, isn't it? Is that the more the easier things get, the lower the lower the bar. It's fine. We learned how to drive. We passed our driving test. But people who people who lay who pass the driving test only on automatics. That's a big warning sign for me. That's a big fucking red flag. I don't think you should be allowed to drive an automatic unless you've passed it. It's like a reward for me. So no Americans on the road. No, no, it, I'm no. Think about how much that would have saved the environment. The amount of morons you take off the off the, off the roads. It's true. If you stop people, there was a lad I remember at our school who did that who, who failed the test so many times he had to go and learn an automatic. Mate, it's just not meant to be. It's just not meant to be, because. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a challenge. It's meant to be difficult. It's cars are like if if a car was like a fucking ro- robot suit, you wouldn't be not everyone would be able to have them because everyone would recognise them as lethal killing machines. Yeah. Whereas, which is what they are. They are they are tons of, of motorised death That's going at a huge are. speed. Yeah. Down the road, yeah. controlled by idiots. If it had arms and lasers, they'd be like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, you need to be like 25 years old and military trained in order to operate one of these things. Which we're like, hey! fucking Jesse from the fucking, you know, whose mum and dad have just got enough money to buy him whatever car it can I remember just as I'd passed me, 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 me test, so I was 17 at the time, and I just got into my me, me granddad's car. My granddad gave me his car. And I got into that and I was so happy. I was driving down my road for the first time. I think I might have had my brother in the car, actually. And I saw people I used to go to school with and I'd not seen since I was, like, fucking 11, really, or hung out with. And they saw... And I was so, like, fucking Billy Big Balls in this proper shit car that I was, like, looking out the window and smiling and then fucking banked the kerb because I wasn't concentrating <laughs> and I wasn't a good driver. So... To hide my shame, I continued to drive down the fucking pavement for like, like two hundred like meters, like I meant to. Singing like the like eighteen theme music, da, 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 a fucking B Reg Astra. It's true, isn't it? I think yeah, the, the barrier to entry should be much higher in all of these things, and that's the point. Don't get me wrong, I'm not looking forward to. It. I wouldn't if I had to retake my driving test now. I'd fail it because I've got so many bad habits that I've picked up, but I've earned the right to have those bad <laughs> habits. But no, driving cars, yeah, it's made it far too easy. Like having a rear camera, for, I, but it's, it's, made me, it's made me more nervous about everything because I don't trust watching a fucking screen. So it's just, yeah, it's a nightmare. Um, my purge this week, 
It sounds like I was paging that, but I'm not. Maybe I am. Let me know if I can page that twice. If I can have two pages in the comments, um, you can. Sure, sure. Yeah, why not? Um, I was. I, I hinted at this one last week, but I never got to fully form it. And it's my inability to relax. Mm-hmm. Now, and I said I used to do. I used to spend so much time doing fuck all. Like I, I'd, I'd stay up till three in the morning. It was legendary, Paul. Yeah. Everyone in your life knew it. Stay up till three in the morning, and I'd, I used to wake up. Like I used to sleep in my work uniform, and I would wake up because I lived about 50 steps away from me the pub I worked in and so I would sleep until 10 minutes before my shift started I'd get out of bed I'd maybe throw some water on my face maybe and I'd walk in I'd work from 5 five at night till midnight or Have whatever and then start story? again no honestly this is why I have a lot of time for that. bearing in mind though I was 19 years old when, I, when I, at, at this point I wasn't 25 He's not in. Um, and he, he hates us so much, he's never watching more content. <laughs> um, the, um, uh, but yeah, but I, I, like, it was what it was. It's, you know, I, I, days off, I was a master of days off. I, you know, I'd play computer games and I'd do whatever. I'd go and watch, I'd go to the movies, go to flicks on my own, whatever. Do whatever. I'll go to the pub, a few beverages, read some comics. Great, just relax. I was good at relaxing. I am terrible at relaxing. <laughs> I can't relax anymore. I can't switch off. And it's probably because I have such deep rooted shame and guilt from the amount of time that I wasted doing nothing with my life but I have a day off now what are you meant to do with a day off you someone says to you right you've got 24 hours off unless I pre-plan something I don't enjoy it is insane because all I ever want is time off to recuperate from being a parent and being at work and all the, all the emotional stresses and strains and physical stress and strains that go with that and if I have a day off I can't I had a week off uh, only a few weeks ago and I I reckon it was two hours where I did nothing in an entire week off yeah. where I just I, I, I pretty much just sat still for two hours and really enjoyed it like and <laughs> I, I didn't because I, I get really fucking bored of computer games I like them and I enjoy them but they don't hold me attention for very long yeah. um, so I might get an hour or two out of it and then that'll do me for a couple of weeks or whatever unless I'm proper into it like I got into Civ 6 big time like and how many times did you did you lose feeling in your feet playing Zelda on the box oh, loads <laughs> loads it's mad that isn't it you realise that you're not supposed to poo like that you're not you're not it's not a, it's not a natural position to poo if you want to poo naturally um, okay go on I think the, the French actually you, you're supposed to do that. Oh, is this... this and, is, your, and your body's supposed to be down a bit more. Well, this is a natural position. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, right, like, predator, if your feet fell asleep every time you had a shit, then you'd get killed by predators or yeah, whatever. Bats yeah, bats and shit. Bats. <laughs> bats. Um, you with the coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is that what I've always wondered, and people maybe from other countries... The French this? hole. Yeah, the hole, the toilet was just holes. Do people genuinely have poos in them? Yeah. Because you've got to you don't get as many nowadays. The Western toilet has taken over yeah, big yeah. time. Because I, I understand, sort of. Understand. It's a very, it's very difficult. It's, it's, do you carry a funnel round if you're a bear? Well, like, well, maybe, but but, but bears are more used to the squat kind of thing. I mean, I know there's a lot of spread that comes with it, but the a spread a spread spray pattern. But do they learn this? Because like you know, my daughters, you know, you, as a parent, you do see them wee, and one of my daughters. She could not get in a hole. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> well, like, like, do you determine the size of the hole? Because I get it, but it's a challenge. I mean, men like a challenge, don't they? When the when the win. Yeah. Oh, you put a fucking football in the urinal. Give us you a guarantee. Target. Our aim sorted. Give, give us a target. I'm not missing. 
I'm thing. battering the shit out of that football for a good minute. I, I had a thing on a good day. in the pub. I used to because I used to drink in this pub so often that I used the toilets quite quite a lot. I called piss Olympics, and it was how many different ways you could contort yourself whilst having a wee without pissing on yourself. Interesting. Yeah, I will try just to this. make the piss more interesting. So like, kind of like, so again, you kind of stand up, and can you get like a? Can oh. you, can you like touch your foot? Wow, while well, you're still well, streaming. Well, pissing on yourself. And the answer is... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's lots of things you can do and many that you can't. Uh, but ultimately, when you get to later in the night, you care not if you fail. Did you ever play Garden Olympics? What? Garden Olympics. Did you gargle Olympics? No. I was like... That's, that's, a, a, that's a niche board of moment. That's a different that, thing. Yes, yes. Garden Olympics. Garden Olympics. In yours? Well, it was Phil Quirks. We used to play it on Just okay. the Bros. He wouldn't have played it with us. So when you used to... Did you used to stay out in your garden in, like, a tent or something like that when you were, like, 10, 11, 12, something like that? No. No. Okay, so we used to, and we used to play Garden Olympics because there was a run just from Phil's house where there was probably five gardens with the half-size fences. A bit Shaun of the Dead. Exactly yeah. like that, but... 10 years before like oh, you know obviously, what I mean? yeah. um, so we and your face to, Edgar we, Wright we used to do the fucking hurdles and then there was one where it was a it was a tall fence and we attempted the high jump and failed the high jump big fences little people didn't work <laughs> what we did do was hit the fence very hard we Which put me in good stead for running into the bus stop yeah we were, this, is, this is another story for another time we once we played footy tennis and once hit my neighbour in the head with a footy which was Gosh. great I mean we then hit the deck to hide but what what did we think was that was going to accomplish? What did, she, what did we think Chief thought the ball was go, had come from? It had come from us, who was stood up next to her, <laughs> no, two inches away from her, you know, ends. 30 seconds earlier. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, yes. You were purging. Do people really poo in those little holes? Let us know in the comments below. I was purging time off. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. I um, I I need to have that structure. I had it once the other day, the other day where, because it's, the kids come home and it's not like the days gone by where you get a full day you get a full 24 hours to yourself you don't there's a ticking clock of anxiety yeah it's like, like when you when you used to work nights or like late to oh, work you'd get up and you'd be like i've got all, four hours yeah. three hours and 59 minutes and you'd spend four hours looking at your watch every fucking minute horrendous horrendous and that's what it's like for you and your kids coming home no no but, yeah horrendous <laughs> <laughs> but it's true but you do because you do and every time you do something it's like um it's a feature on time-based strategy games. So like XCOM, for mm -hmm. example, where you've got a certain amount of time units in time-based strategy. The new Pez Master League's got this of like, if you want to conduct business on transfer deadline day, each transfer takes an hour and you've got 12 hours. And that's, I look at it, it's like, I can do this, but it's good. I watch a movie. Well, that's two hours. Hang on a second. Might be two and a half hours, you know, if it's a, if it's a, it's a long film. Well, I'll watch two episodes of a TV series, but I'll get to two episodes, and what if it's a fucking boss one you want to watch three, and then you can't? Or you play a computer game all day, and, you, like, for example, you play a footy one. What happens if you lose your last game? Yeah, you can't You've fucking ruined your you whole day. You've, you've ruined your whole day off. You can play footy manager. You just have to wait in the porch. It's just, it's, but it's that thing of, you come to the end, it, it's then fearing how you're going to fear feel at the end of the day. Do you feel like you've actually had a good day off or whatever and you don't? So instead, it's like that, 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 um, that famous tweet about 
when you're trying to decide what to do overnight and what pick a movie and you'll sit next to each other and you'll flick through all of Netflix and you'll flick through all of Amazon Prime and you'll flick through all of LTV or whatever and then what will you do? You'll pick a shit series that you've watched 50 times and just watch five episodes of that instead and it completely pissed you whole, your whole night away. Or even worse, you've spent the whole night flicking and then you're tired and go to bed. And you just go and you'll you, you end up on Facebook pissing time away. And I, I get really like, for someone who's not, like you're a man riddled with obsessive compulsive behaviours and I haven't generally generally speaking have not been but it's weird I've become this I've become in recent years I've become weirdly competitive which I never was and I've become anxiously obsessive about how I how I recharge my batteries oh honestly I'll be yeah 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 and I'll be touching walls and fucking (laughs) flicking light switches on up and on four times it's just reminding me actually there was one there was a time when you you and our, our mutual friend Steve decided to just take a week off school to play champ manager, and because your your form teacher didn't give a fuck, so like no one questioned it. Whereas mine was like obsessively fucking weird, so I had no chance. So I'd come, I'd pop over on lunch, and I remember one time when. We were all sat down playing it, <laughs> no, which one and the doorbell rang, and Chris got up, got up. <laughs> Press pause on the CD player four times, <laughs> turn the light switch on and off, and then ran out the room. <laughs> He's like, your body knew it had to do something. It knew that the doorbell meant something, but you, but you didn't stop to, to like connect the dots. It was like it was like double clicking on an icon on your computer's not trying to search for where that icon where that icon leads, but instead of waiting for it to do it, you tried a bunch of other stuff first. Fucking absolutely brilliant. Anyway, yeah, I'm purging my inability to relax. It's shit. I really wish I could have it back. Um, right. So we're gonna do the, a bit on the internet's darkest confessions. You might think we've already been diving into that already. Yeah, to be perfectly right. honest, we've talked about enough shameful things already. Today's show is brought to you in association with Threads for Reds. Uh, you've seen us wearing it. We know how good this gear is. They've just relaunched. The gear is absolutely top quality. You can get you now. You're gonna believe us. Uh, t-shirts if you want them. We've obviously got the Champions of the World. Some massive sellers uh, over the last year that these guys have as well. Uh, the Adidas Trabs one six times. All that they've got it covered. They're sponsoring the show, they're supporting us. Show your support for them by ordering from threadsforreds.com. Back to the show. Anyway, there's a wonderful um, Twitter account that I stumbled upon called uh, Fesshole, where people can effectively blind uh, and anonymously post their deepest, darkest confessions. And the best ones get put up on Twitter. So what we're going to do is we're going to read through a couple of them, uh, and 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 because I think it's it's going to spark a few interesting stories anyway. And then we're going to set a challenge for the audience. Yes. Do you want to explain the challenge? Yes. Yeah, so what I have then done is I have taken a load of these fesshole tweets and interspersed them with maybe none, maybe one, maybe ten, maybe all of them. Yeah. Stories of mine <laughs> that I want anonymity on, or do I? Or does he? And but you, we, you, you need to guess which ones, if any, 
and my stories. Absolutely. Um, before we crack into that, if you're listening to this on a, a podcasting service or some description, whether it's iTunes or whatever, please do leave a five-star review on what we're doing. It helps massively. Um, we haven't really thought, you mentioned this the other day, it's like, I had a look at where we are on the podcast chat. I was like, oh shit, that's a thing. That's a that's a good thing to be involved with. We've got up to 77. Get in. In the uh, UK in sports. Brilliant. I mean, for a, not, for a technically a non-sports podcast, that's pretty good going. Um, so yeah, if you leave reviews, make sure you share it with as many people as possible. So if you watch it on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, uh, of course, as well. And uh, yeah, I'm really pleased with how it's going so far. And you know, join the MXP army. And um, that's not really shit. I'll think of something better than that. Oh my god, no, no. I might, I might, I might even have to cut that out. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start. I, uh, I, I, I await with bated breath the audience retention figures on this podcast. <laughs> it just takes a fucking nose dive. MXP Army, what was I thinking? Anyway, give me a better suge- suggestion than MX- something MXP that can describe all the wonderful people that compromises, the people who turn up week in McAlton and brave this shit. Um, so the first one. MXP people? MXP people. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I ate raw bacon thinking it was a fancy type of ham. Ate a whole fucking pack. Oh, um, uh, first of all, I had a posh wank once. When I had finished it, I tied up the condom and put it under my bed. Weeks later, I found it. It was black inside like a rotting egg. Why would you... Oh, that's fine. Um, if I see anyone conducting a job interview in a cafe, I constantly interrupt them by asking for the menu, salt, etc. It's my way of helping the candidates see how unprofessional the company is. I saw this last. I don't know if you got onto this. We had, we had a meeting in the Trafford Centre. Yeah, in the Costa. Yeah, and there was a, there was an interview. I thought they were I thought they were a couple at first. Yeah. So the girl was quite hot. And it was just another young, generic-looking fella or boy or whatever. And I thought they were on a date at first because it was quite casual they would they were dressed down they're in the traffic center during a daytime or whatever and yet it becomes obvious that they're conducting an interview what was it do you have any do you, did it spark anything in you because there was one thing about it i thought was hilarious it 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 didn't really remind me of anything but the the, the tweet did so i'll talk about that afterwards i thought it was fucking hilarious because you got this lad and i and it was maybe it was the girl's situation i think she was acutely aware of the fact that this looks a bit datey this whole situation and the condescending tone in which she spoke to this young man who's clearly her age or close enough that it you know that it shouldn't matter and she was just doing this really saccharine over the top positive yay you that's an excellent answer and it made me want to fucking vomit because he uh, and yeah you're conducting your interviews in 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 a public space go on what what did well it reminded me of the time we used to go around following people on the driving tests out of the fucking test center and interrupt the three point turns and stuff (laughs) it's nothing to do with me it was a good game. Yeah. You just if you were a little bit bored, you'd drive up to Garston, you'd wait for them to come out and you'd just follow <laughs> them fucking round. That's brilliant. I had a long running thing with my cousin. So you who... used to go round, so they'd do the three point ten, you'd go and interrupt it. Yeah. And then they have to start again. Yeah. So you'd go round the block and do it again and again and again. It was brilliant. That's until they gave up. Oh my god. Like my, my my cousin had this running thing. There's a there's a bit from Ace Ventura where he's trying to track down the, the, the Super Bowl rings and there's a guy driving alongside him, he, drive along, he drives alongside him and goes, hey buddy, why don't you learn how to drive? Woo! <laughs> Woo! And um, 
we'd had this running joke for years that my cousin was gonna do this to me on a driving lesson and um did <laughs> absolute asshole and I'm so I'm like a very new nervous driver driving along ten and two all that this is, Neil. This is our Neil he's fucking 40 now was yeah old. he's 40 he was 40 this week well. 40 years old that's amazing Um, and he did and he fucking waited he, he waited for me because <laughs> everyone used to start the driving lesson in the same place around Sefton Park yeah it's like a rite of passage and he did and he drove alongside and was like and, and I was just like oh, that man oh it's terrible I was like oh I know what an absolute arsehole that person is I was like oh my god just fucking go away it's not funny blood of my blood yeah honestly oh my god absolute fucking knobhead um, right so um, brilliant when someone dies I go straight to Wikipedia to add some inconsequential lie like born in Wigan or keen supporter of women's athletics or inventor of soup in the hope that a newspaper runs it Brilliant. I love that. I genuinely love it. Um, <laughs> my ex and I fell out. I said I'd sleep on the couch. Instead, I pissed in a kettle and left. <laughs> That's, that feels like page up behaviour. No. No, I'm not that petty. <laughs> I've genuinely thought about it. Genuinely thought about this. Have you ever... Have you ever done anything as a, ven as a vendetta... I don't think so, you know. That's Can you think of any? That surprises me. I've I've certainly thought about it a lot. I've done. I don't think I've ever been. No, I don't think I've ever been genuinely. Hmm. No, I think maybe it'll come up in conversation. Maybe something will be sparked as yeah, I do one of these. I don't think as I've I, like I've had a flatmate who was banging into that stuff like. That it, it does remind me of a story. It relates more to a later one. I think I think I know the story, and we'll see. We'll see whether you're prepared to tell that one or not. Um, when a microwave meal says "PS film lid" several times, I ignore it and just peel the corner back. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, wow, he's living, he's he or she's living dangerously. Living hard, living hard. After a poo, after doing a poo, I will straddle the bath with one foot on each side and use the shower head to cleanse my bum hole. It's so dirty. You can see the flecks of poo in the bath, but it's a proper wash. This is my the, partner the, doesn't like know. coronavirus and all that stuff. I know we, we you know, it's, it's probably at this point it's gone really, really bad. Um, but there won't be toilet roll, and toilet roll hasn't been around for that long, so we're going to have to remember how we used to fucking do stuff. All of those middle class wankers with their B days. Are gonna be fucking laughing their clean bum holes and cocks off, aren't they? When the coronavirus hits, uh, yeah. they will. Yeah. Have you got? You haven't got a B day, have you? No. Just checking. I realised that I made a very strong statement, and I've got to be careful these days, haven't you? Don't you just don't you just hate people who are like this, and then you look down and you realise you're talking about the person facing you. That's right, though. They're going to be very, very, very happy because let's face it. The problem is the problem is the problem here is that people have genuinely forgotten how we used to do stuff mm. like toilet roll. It's not been around that long. There has been a good two thousand years without people using fucking toilet roll. Why are we panic buying toilet roll? Well, it's true because people. People love the people love, but bear in mind, like Sai used to work for us, didn't like the office toilet roll, so went out and bought his own quilted toilet roll to put in the box. And then everyone used that, obviously. And everyone used that, obviously. It, it, it felt like, great. Yeah, absolutely. The other like, one felt like tracing it was like paper. Like wiping your ass with silk. It was fantastic. Um, but no, it's and you go to go to Turkey or you go to Middle you know Middle East and African countries. They have the toilets with the little taps on them, which I I'm like. I'm sorry, but I'm not touching a fucking random tap down the fucking side of a bog because side of bogs are fucking horrendous. But 
like, and they've got signs going, don't put toilet tissue down the bog. And I go, you want me to put shitty toilet tissue? And they no, they don't want you to use toilet tissue at all. It's like, a, the toilet tissue basically there is a courtesy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. For, for us weird, us weird Engli- English people who apparently use toilet tissue. And we're all going to have to get used to washing our bums. We're going to have to all grow moss and use that to weird. clean ourselves. Um, okay, uh, I found out my husband looks at porn when I'm at work. What he does not know is I was paid to post for a granny porn website last year. Interesting. What would you do if you found the, if you discovered a family member on a porn website? After, the after you honest finished. answer or the answer <laughs> that I'm going to give on camera? <laughs> <laughs> um, Depends which family member. I once took a dump in a park. My mate came to the park and met me later with his dog. His dog ate my shit and then licked my mate's face. Brilliant. This that, reminds this me of is, a story. Well, it... it it reminds me of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, to be honest, with with you and the old placenta pate. It's not too dissimilar. It reminds me of a time when I was forced to take a shit in public. This is probably my deepest, my deepest shameful moment, and I can laugh about it now, just about. Um, so I was, I was staying in a mate's house. This is when I was living in Sheffield. I, it was over in like Chapel Town, which was a good twenty-minute drive or whatever away from our house, twenty-five-minute drive. When with clear roads. We came back in the morning at rush hour and basically this main arterial road between his house and our house was just bumper to bumper. And I was clinging on for dear life. And you know what it's like when you, it, it, the, the moment arrives. Yeah. And you can, you can stem the tide. <laughs> only so long. For only for so long. And there comes a point where it's fine because you're getting the gripes and you're like, okay, I can, I can cling on provided I know that I, I'm, I'm only so far away. You can you, and you you start to psych and you start to sweat and you start to psychologically bargain with anyone who listen. I made I made a pact with God that day that if He let me see through this, that I would be building churches and fucking all kinds in His honor. And um, we got to the top of this hill. And what when you get to the top of Sheffield, when you get to the top of this hill, there's another hill. You're supposed to look down, and you can see the run down to the roundabout, and then you turn right to the roundabout, and then you're on the, the, run, the run home. It's, do, it's doable. We got to the top of this roundabout, and all it was was just nose to bumper traffic as far as the eye could see, and round the corner, and, and and I broke, and I mentally broke, and you're left with a, a number of choices in this situation. You can just shit yourself. Hmm? Um, which not we, pick one. It's not the first thing. No, no, God, no. Let me not talk. I mean, as far as like the sliding scale of solutions go, that's worst case scenario. Shitting yourself. It was shitting yourself in your mate's car is waste is is probably worst case scenario. I don't know. Shitting yourself just outside your mate's car <laughs> in a traffic jam. Yeah. Probably slightly worse. But. So, and he turns to me and he thinks this is fucking hilarious. Obviously. By the way, because he's a good mate. And fucking, that's what we're there for. He was a fucking gobshite and he hated me and I hated him, but we, we tolerated each other because we shared the house. Um, and he goes, this is, bear in mind, this is like 10 to 9 in the morning, so there's no pubs open, there's no cafes open. This is like in the day, this is like early noughties when the 24-hour things didn't exist, unless, least of all in Sheffield. So there's, no, there's nowhere to go, no public toilets. He goes, why don't you try that bank? And... And so it must must have been nine o'clock. Sorry, so I so I ran over to this HSBC bank 
and I was like, <laughs> can I use your toilet in the bank? The fucking bank. The uh, bank. Yeah, they're yeah. in the back, mate. Do you want to help yourself? Yeah, some money as well. <laughs> yeah. Maybe wipe your arse with a 20. Coming through this, these heavy security doors. And through, yeah, yeah, through the, through the, all the, all the, all the. There you go, mate. Have a gun as well. <laughs> fucking, fucking why not? Absolutely. So needless to say, they um, they rejected my request <laughs> for access to their toilets, and I pleaded. And I hey, let me into the fucking toilet now! <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, give us access to all your bug hole. That's coming, by the way. Um, in in our in our day to day lives. Um, so yes, they 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 rejected my request. Bearing in mind that they, they, this is a bank that gave me a ludicrous amount of overdraft <laughs> in my time. You know, if they denied me my overdraft, I probably wouldn't have been out, and then wouldn't have needed the shit. It's their fault. It's HSBC's fault. Um. So anyway, so I'm like, oh my god. So I, like, there's a, there's a couple of bars and things that are all shut, and like, there's nothing, there's nowhere. And I'm like, so I'm at this point, I'm just running round, <laughs> about to, like, about and to I like, and basically the fucking castle walls are coming down here, Chris. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? The storm and the gates. <laughs> You know, I, I like, and you know, it's like it's like anything. The only way I can describe it is like, have you ever been hanging off something, and you're hanging on, and you've got your grip, and you do it's called the limits of grip, basically, where eventually you can only hold on for so long before, as much for all the will in the world, you would hang on forever. So you're hanging off a cliff. If it was up to you, you would hang on for all eternity. But your muscles will only allow yourself to be at that level of strain for so long. And that is where I'm at, where no amount of will in the world is going to... No clench... My clen- power of clench is gone. The Stargate is opening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And Kurt Russell is coming through. Kurt Russell and the SG1 team are coming through, no matter what I... No matter what I say or do, um, so I, so I'm now I'm at this point now, and I'm reminded of a famous like '60s Batman thing where he's got this bomb and he's got to find somewhere to get rid of this bomb, and that's what I, and there's no good places to put it. So a you bomb. run left a bit, you run right a bit, you run back a bit, and then you realise you're still stood in the same spot. You've well, not gone anywhere. I'm just and I'm so I'm, I'm looking for somewhere, and I find and, I, and I, I see like this office building. So I'll run alongside and like, bear in mind, it's like glass windows and there's people working away on computers, tapping away on the computer screens. And I find like a, like an alcove basically that's got like a, it's a an emergency security door. It might lead through to like a, a electrical room or whatever. And it, but it's just out of sight enough. And I go, this'll do. This will do. This is secluded enough a spot that this will have to do for me. Bear in mind at the time, this is when I've got long hair, I've got my big, it's been referenced before, leather my, leather, my leather three-quarter leg trench coats, I've got my big jeans and all that on, but my, my, my steel toe cap boots, which are full-on fucking lace-up jobs. But I can't think about that at the time. It's down trow, and it's making sure I don't shit on myself. So I've got my back against the wall. I don't think I can demonstrate this in here, but like, so I'm effectively... I'll be the wall. Back against... Okay, I'll be the wall. Yeah, okay. Come on, stand next to me. Back against the... I'm having to... Kind of my ass is too big for this. <laughs> but anyway, I'm having to, I'm having to like back against the wall and get my feet out far enough away from the blast radius, which I do, and it all comes out in a moment of like, it's an almost like orgasmic pleasure at this point <laughs> to finally let go, to, to finally let go, let go and, and release, and I'm able to like, and 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 there's the the moment of pure relief is followed mere moments later 
by the sheer panic of realization of my situation because I've solved that problem, but I've now faced with a brand new set of problems. This is like 24. This is like Jack Bauer has managed to, you know, to uh, to procure the nuclear device, but he's got a fucking nuclear device and he's only got 24 hours in order to so I'm there and it's like walking in on yourself and I think we've probably all had this moment in masturbation in our lives or something where I'm nodding yeah I don't know what's coming yet (laughs) where you do there's just that moment of realisation of where you are and what you've done and and I am all of a sudden half naked hovering above an explosive shit with me pants around my ankles in the middle of Sheffield city centre um, with lace-up shoes on. So I've got nothing to wipe with. <laughs> I have to undo the fucking laces on my shoes. So I, in order to solve this problem, I have to take off clothes is what I'm driving out here. So this isn't a problem that immediately gets better. It's a problem that has to get worse first how, and foremost. How were you with the jeans? Like, were you able to give them up? So I had to. So what I had to do was I had to un- unlace, while still in this balanced position unlace my shoe get get drag them off my feet because the big fucking things get me jeans off get me bills off wipe my ass with my boxes which is which solves that problem lash them Obviously. get me jeans back on get my shoe relace my shoes and of course there's a ticking clock on this i've not you know there was a point where i had to give up considerations like someone might see me because i there was nothing i was going to do I, I had to just handle the situation you must have had a hoodie on i i will have had that area you would have had a hoodie on as well and um and i then got because again it's all these points at which it's like being a, a cat burglar it's very well good that you've not tripped the alarm systems and you've got the, the hope diamond but you've still got to get out of there without being caught and at that point, I've got to do and I said, so I managed to do and I managed to clean up sufficiently. And I'm- Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's get back to the car. I managed to find my mate who's, who's graciously pulled in somewhere to wait for me. Um... And the, like, they just, they just, he's just sat there with this fucking massive grin <laughs> on his face. Like, 
What did you do? What did you do? Just drive. We're not talking about it. Just drive. We're not talking about it. And I had to go home. I I went home, had a shower, and 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 and. and I couldn't, I'm look, spoken me, about couldn't it. look myself in the, in the eye in the middle for a very long time. Absolutely, absolutely the most cast. And it's but it's what it's done. And it's funny. It I, I, life is a bit like Slumdog Millionaire. And you know how you're at any given point in your life, and you can trace back your behaviours to a point. And I have a deep, a deep rooted anxiety of of being in, being stuck in traffic and needing the toilet and not wanting to have that situation. I remember to me I did again. something nowhere near as bad, but it was I think I think I was I just left school for the day, and obviously I used to live fairly close to school and I needed a shit and I was in the same situation as you where it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So I ran up to Pie's house and there was no one there, and I was like, oh my god! And this now. was your like. That was, Oasis in the and, desert. Yeah, so I knew where I was going and then it wasn't there. It was taken away from me and I don't know what Pi was doing or whatever. Probably wasn't home or whatever. And I was like, I know these fucking roads and there's alleyways behind. I'm laughing here. So I'm absolutely sound. I just, I just run into the alleyway, get myself against the wall. Exactly what you did. Right up against the wall, pants down, no messing around. And I open my eyes. And of course, I've got me back to the wall. And the houses behind me can't see, but every fucking house with a back window <laughs> has just fucking basically got a nice clear view of me, just like, ah. And then I open my eyes, I'm like, oh my god, there's like fucking twenty windows looking down on me. What the fuck? Like, and I just fucking, I just fucking wiped th- through the boxes. And the thing that I found really funny is that it curls up like a dog poo, <laughs> like you. Like a Mr. Like Whippy, Whippy because I'd never seen it. It just goes in water and you forget about it. Like, and I, so I, I then became a little bit obsessed by, oh, look at that. And then I was like, no, stop. Get out of here, Chris. Stop looking at your poo. The postscript to this is, of course, those alleys weren't cleaned. And that poo sat there and rotted for... We, it went we, white. Because we used it to... It went white. You're, I mean, if anyone who's growing up now in Liverpool or major metropolitan cities wonders why all the alleyways are gated... That's why, to stop people having poos, <laughs> basically. But it was there for ages. It was like, but it became a bit of like a teenage funny point of pride. <laughs> Look, there's me poo. There's me poo. Let's check me poo. Yeah. <laughs> Got a flake in that now. It's gone white. And while we're on it, I remarked it spotted another one. There's a mate of ours, and we won't we won't name him because it's not fair. No, yeah, we're not going to name Robin. <laughs> but he um he once <laughs> we had a mate. So we were all we were all at a mate's house. And we never really thought anything about this lad spent an awful lot of time in the bog. And, went, and then we went out of the town and no one thought anything of it. And But then the next day, our mate's dad saw something out of the bathroom window. And basically, they had a flat roof just outside <laughs> the bathroom window. And they found a pair of shitty undies on the flat. Well, the thing is, right? The, the the mad thing about all this is, he must have known there was a flat roof. He must have known he was thrown outside the window, because what was under the flat roof? The flat roof was the fucking porch. So under the porch was the car or the driveway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So best case, it lands on the flat roof. Worst case, he's thrown it outside the front door. Yeah. It was fucking. Well, it was the no. The, the the bog was the back of the house. No, I was at the side. It was the, the side of the house. Yeah, I I, I never understood what. And, and again, the things that we do. And in also, moments of panic. And also, he was in the fucking toilet, so he shit himself in the room with us, 
and then gone in. Yeah, and he well, yeah, it's the only explanation. Just, Otherwise, just, he'd have pooed in the toilet. But he just and they did have a B day. But I love the idea. Oh yeah, it's true. I love this notion of was it pink? What the B day? I don't know. I pink bathrooms were a thing back. Yeah, they were like top coloured stuff. But like this notion, we just decided to solve this problem. That is it. That is a short term <laughs> solution. <laughs> the next part of that was I'll climb back later when we come back from town. I'll get a ladder <laughs> for my mum and dad's, and I'll walk the three and a half miles over here, and I'll get up there, and I'll fucking retrieve them, and my ma's gonna wash but them for me, and I'll have them back on tomorrow morning, and no one will know the wiser. A Columbo like. Who shit themselves? <laughs> yeah, right, mate. Who's, I've got me fucking bills up, in here, like. Right, lads, listen. Hands up. Who shit themselves <laughs> and threw the bills out on my mum and dad's roof? And it basically, yeah, we had, it was a process of a, a deduction that it was none of us, so it had to be this lad. Bless him. Anyway, um, I regularly deface cash points to charge for withdrawals with a permanent marker, putting directions to the near to the closest free machine. The parasitic operators can eat shit. I quite like that. Um, Funny enough, there's a lot of these stories that spark a lot of like toilet memories of this. So where where we used to live, a lot of stuff centers around this pub. A mate of mine, we, we I think it was the time when we were living together, and we used to we used to work in this pub, and there were two cash points right next to the pub, basically one on either side of the corner of this of this road, and we were leaving the pub at the end of the night, bladdered as you were, and for some reason, I went. I needed to get cash out. And my mate thought it was hilarious to piss to piss on the cash machine. Mm-hmm. So we pissed on the nearest cash machine so I couldn't use it. So then I he needed money as well, so I don't know why he did this. So I ran across the road to the other one, got my money out, and then pissed on the cash machine so then he couldn't use it. Um, the next day... <laughs> the next day... Both of these cash machines are out of water. <laughs> and I'm working behind the bar and everyone keeps coming in to get cash back. <laughs> so for like fucking a week, these two cash points, which is like the cash points for the local area, are completely out of order because they're soaked with urine. And people are coming in and having to, can I get cash back? And you had to buy something. You spent over a fiver. So over, but over the week... We ran out, we started with matches, so you had to buy a 15 pence book pack of matches, and then all the matches sold out, and then it was Rizzler, and then gradually, over the space of a week, all of the cheapest items in the pub all sold out, because people had to... Brilliant. It's a deeply shameful moment, that, like, deeply, deeply shameful, but true, nevertheless, don't piss on cash machines, kids. Um... So once again, I re- I once peed out of the window of Volkswagen Golf GTI whilst it was going ninety miles an hour. All of it went into the face of the backseat passengers. <laughs> I've done similar things without yawning and stuff like that. Mm. Like I learned a lesson that once with a, a bottle of, trying to. I had no liquid in my windscreen wipers, and I was driving back home to university, and. Um, it was a fucking horrible day and you had all the salt on the roads so my visibility was gradually getting worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where I couldn't see and this is the thing that now if I couldn't see out my windows I'd stop and I'd sort it out because it's fucking dangerous to be driving at 80 miles an hour when you can't see but I was a moron so I didn't so my only solution to this problem was I had a bottle of LucasAid Sport which I reached out of the window and squirted but I'm driving at 80 miles an hour and the reason this happens to this person is just momentum and physics are all it would it, it, it wants everything to go in that direction behind you so basically i ended up with a two inch 
segment of the top corner of my windscreen clear and my arm and the entire inside of my door covered in fucking glucosate. So me, me and Jal, I mean, me and you were the same. We used, to, we used to obviously mess around as you're driving somewhere, especially in two cars and that. And one of the ones that Joe did, which was, he just got me, it was brilliant. Like, we were fucking around and I was throwing stuff on his car and he was throwing stuff on mine. And, and we'd just been the subway and he had a fucking six inch. was Joe, wasn't it? Wasn't you? No, it wasn't me, no. Yeah, it was Joe, yeah. So he, he had like a fucking six-inch steak and cheese with fucking Southwest sauce or whatever it was, and I've got him, and he just fucking lashes his entire subway out the fucking window, and it splatters all over me fucking windscreen as I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, the bastard. So I just turned the windscreen wipers on, not thinking anything about it, and just spread this orange Southwest sauce, <laughs> steak, lettuce, and fucking tomato all over my windscreen, and I have to pull over, because I've got no water and it wouldn't work anyway, and clean my windscreen as he drives off into the distance, pissing himself laughing. He got me big time. Absolute bellend. Um, we used to, uh, there was another one, we were driving down the high street, uh, and we obviously both smoked back then, and... Um, he, he'd, I'd gone, give us a ciggy. So I pulled up next to him and I had the window open. He threw the ciggies in and I lit up. And and, and then we're driving about th- only about 30 down the road next to each other. I go, Joe, and he goes, yeah, ciggies. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So I throw them. And I think not having another speed off and go on. And we get into town where we're going. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, what? He's like, you tit. I have both windows open. <laughs> they went through the other fucking side. And he lost 18 ciggies. <laughs> Is that the bullet going straight through? Brilliant. That's amazing. I had no idea I'd done it. That's fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I like this one. Um, I've never once meant it when I ask friends, family, or anyone at all how they are. I genuinely <laughs> don't care. I do it because it makes me them think I'm a nice person. <laughs> right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's honestly like I, I have my times and stuff. I, I find myself. I, I used to love the art of conversation. It's one of my favourite things, just talking to people all day long. Working in pubs, you do. You, I could have a conversation with anyone. It was like a talent. But now you just about some fucking bullshit small talk. And I know you're. T- you don't suffer fools gladly. I, I, and I, it's actually become almost a sport. I enjoy, I enjoy watching your reactions. Having when you're in conversations that you can't be asked, can't be because you're a lot shorter than I. It's weird because you're. I think. You're an, you are fundamentally a nicer human being than I am, but you're also a much you're also a, a more abrasive, <laughs> shall we say? Yeah. At the same time, yeah. I think that's totally fair to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think anyone likes anyone really, do they? Here's one as well. I don't wow. know if you've experienced this. I've been added to the group WhatsApp chat in my new job. I post gifts and happy messages, but in reality, in reality, loathe them and can't understand why they want to message each other outside of working hours, even on Christmas Day. I, I'm not in too many. Got to I don't mind. I'll, I actually quite like our, our work one, but I do find as I've been in this in a couple of these situations where people like pretending to be friends with each other for no fucking reason, like the need to share gifts and posts and all that. I find I find I find very. I've got I've got my friends. Anyone else got this experience? Let us know. The, the, the WhatsApp group's a funny one because you've replaced fucking actual real relationships with digital relationships. Yeah. And I think there's there's been some studies done, hasn't there, over that? And maybe I'm getting a bit heavy here from whatever, <laughs> but whatever. That, like, if you ask someone our age, whether you, you consider somebody on Twitter that you might message once or twice a week, are they a friend? The likelihood is, well, would you consider them a friend? No, no, no. no. So, but if you ask a 
17 year old the same question or a 13 14 15 year old they actually would because their relationships are built digitally it's a good point actually so i uh, my sister's like this there's eight years between us and she she relays conversations that she's had with people to me and she and she fills in the blanks and the emotional side of it and then i realize after the fact that it's all been conducted in whatsapp and i'm like that you've not You've not had a conversation with them. You've not had an actual conversation with them. You've just messaged them, and I, and that's again, that's a generational thing. I don't would never conduct heavy any like any heavy business on WhatsApp. No, because they, for starters, even Twitter, WhatsApp, whatever text form doesn't have the same. You, it's just impossible to have the depth of a conversation where you can look into somebody's eyes when you can speak to them when you can see the reactions you can hear how they're talking you get emojis don't fucking cut when it you get to gauge you can make the conversation whatever you want it to be in, in text whereas to be able to do that in real life you, you can't again you can't hide what you really think or what you really feel and, and I use this example this is why I feel sorry for people who are dating now who are just starting out in the dating world or who have grown up in this dating world because like the amount of dates I've, I, 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 I fucked off by a text because I couldn't be asked, or I was, you know, it was someone I just, I just wanted to go and have a fucking quickie, and you'd have a wank and you're done, and you, you fuck someone off for it. That's what it's like to be a boy, and I, I know all this, but now we live in a world where these whole relationships are constructed by a text message. It's no wonder everyone's dishonest and fucking pulls whatever, and you can have loads of these on the go at one time. Like the, like I don't get the Tinder generation. I don't understand it. But I, I don't. How, and how could I? But it's it's mad because it's just via text message. I mean, it, maybe maybe it makes it easy in some regards because there's a ways. It's a puzzle. It becomes a puzzle. No, it becomes no, a game. It doesn't make it easier at all. It makes it a fucking head fuck mm. because you can't possibly know how you'll feel about somebody until you fucking met them and you've spoken to them yeah. and you fucking been close to them because you can't have a relationship without touching a person. That's yeah. just that's like fucking for me. That's impossible. I think this is important. I'm randomly thinking this before is that nobody is as attractive as they look on social media. No, no one, no, no, not a single person, and people can like, be able to throw. Well, such and such. I'm not saying there aren't beautiful people, but nobody is attractive because, and it, this is the thing that you get working in the um, in TV and film and stuff. Some people photograph really well, and it's mad because because and there's a, there's a science behind this, and so I'm, I'm kind of like just getting over it a touch, but because an image flattens your face, and some people look better. Sounds that look better than 2D so some people look great on camera and some people some really attractive people don't look attractive in photos and some people who aren't really attractive look dead attractive in photos and again and, and this is not but before we get that, into it the it doesn't even fucking matter to start with because it's all fucking bullshit and yeah. it's all fucking and that's bullshit, before we get into this it's all fucking fake yeah nobody's putting out on Instagram the fucking the, the the shit that actually goes on in real life and if they are they're dead popular fucking influencers now yeah. because they're just fucking real yeah. and the mad thing is for me you look at what we what we had growing up or what people our age might have been doing maybe they were girls maybe they were boys they were looking at magazines yeah right of these fucking celebrities and i'd be looking at it going why are you fucking doing that like why do you give yourself that what we've actually managed to do now is make everybody a celebrity yeah with social media and so actually, all your friends' Instagram stories, are, you're getting the same fill as Hello Magazine used to give 
to those people yeah. fucking 20 years ago and you're living your life vicariously because we just want information as a fucking human being that's all we want but what we don't realise is we're just getting false fucking information we're eating it all like it's fucking gorgeous three course fucking dinner when it's not it's fucking shite yeah. that's been fucking polished up served up on a fucking platter and we're there stupidly just shoveling the shit into our mouths forget it fucking all yeah. Forget it all, it's all wank. All we used to have to contend with was the occasional wonder bra, which would leave you, you know, in a situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but, 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 like, girls would, you know, there was, the, I feel, that's why I feel horrendously sorry. And but unfortunately, the way the world's gone, lads have now got this now. You know, there's a, there's a pressure to be, and, and I, I, I feel it. I've spent thousands on getting my teeth straightened and, and eventually whitened I've been ex- I've spending money on on exercise now there's a degree to self-improvement which I think is absolutely fine I think it's a, na- it's a natural thing do you but, feel better for it? yeah exactly yeah so that that's that, that there's that but it, there's every girl do you now still have the same, same insecurities as you had before I think you become more you can become more resistant to them so if there's if there's a that's why I always say like if there's a something that knock there's like an insult that knocks you flat then if you can do something about that, if you can guard yourself against that, great. So like things like weight insecurities and stuff like that I've had since a kid. So that was always something that from bullying in school that would always stop me dead in my tracks. And it stops you from having a being able to banter back. When someone pushes an actual button, it can it can knock you dead dead off. So if you can get rid of that, if you can get that out of your life, that's a positive thing. But the thing I find now is like I say, every girl's got the same face now. They've all got this like this plastic coat of makeup on the top that they've got and the, the lip fillers and the fucking all, all this and that and it becomes and and I and I and then now you're living in this digital world where you're putting these images out of yourself for whatever reason whether they're doing it to make yourself feel good or you're doing it to attract someone or for whatever your reason it is but you're then finding like we had the other world where a girl would wear a push-up bra and then you find out that the, the breasts weren't that big oh well whatever but now fundamentally like you look, you're making yourself look completely different. Like you're, you're the person you're seeing on this picture, they don't, they don't look that, like well, that. And then you surprise our relationship. Take the makeup off. Like. Take fucking strip it all back. That's the person that yeah. you fall in love with or yeah. that you fucking like. That's the person that you've got to get to know. Well, there's a, not the fucking image they're portraying. Well, there was a girl I used to live with who, who had a false eyelashes on, and her, and her boyfriend, on and off at the time, whatever, had never seen her without them. They're not your, it's not your eyes. <laughs> you got to see it. You know what I mean. See at some point. Is it just that you you just? And is it like when you? We've all done this. You maybe pretend to be more interested in stuff to get yourself in through the door until you pass the the pass the, the you know the the disposable stage and then you're in and then you can you can start to reveal all your madnesses. We all do that. But this is like the levels to which that's been built out to all kinds of stuff. I think it's yeah, it's fucking fucking. It, it fucking batters my head. I'll tell you what, Aubrey's got a really good way of dealing with like Instagram and stuff because I laugh at the way he does his three little... Every Instagram picture Aubrey used to do Redman with us will do his three little fucking pictures and there's always like the sign of where he is and it's really interesting because I went to a gig with him on Sunday. He logs into Instagram right then and there, posts it and logs out again. And all he's doing is keeping a digital photographic diary for himself. Yeah. So it's where he's been in a couple of shots. And that's a fucking brilliant way of doing it. And here's Instagram. Because he never looks at... He never opens it up to see how many likes he's got or anything. He opens it up and he leaves himself logged out. Hmm. And just logs in to do it. Because it's just for him. Yeah. That's a fucking great way of doing it. I, I've started treating Facebook like this. Where... 
by and large, it's just because I I, you know, I only go on Facebook. I go on Facebook, and because of the way it's gone, I don't really see a lot of my friends post on there because I accepted. There was a day in the early days when I accepted every friend request going. Uh, so there's a lot of people who I've maybe met once or, or whatever on there, so I don't treat Unfollow. it in the same way. Yeah, I know. Um, but I. It's it's the honest day stuff that I use it for. I enjoy what was I doing a year ago, two years, five, five years ago. Used to write. Yeah, but the yeah the the first person, second, third person perspective stuff. Yeah, it used to be Paul's. You used to have your name first at the start of every post, which doesn't now make sense. It's like so many posts start with apostrophe s. Um, yeah, it's funny as fuck. I've deleted a lot of that shit. Um, but no, I enjoyed. I because for that same thing, that's that's boss. Being able to remind it of like what stages your kids are at, like the video, we're seeing video reminders of because you don't they sit on a hard drive or they sit on whatever. I enjoy it from that, but you're right, it'd it, be able to. I should just log out and log back in again. That's a good, good notion. Anyway, um, it's all bullshit, by the way. But uh, from what I'm saying, because I believe in what I'm saying, and yet at late at night I'll still be fucking scrolling, fucking oh, yeah. shite, looking for that fucking shit information that gives me no fucking joy whatsoever. Self help is it's hilarious because the people who often who often hand out the self help are the people. Who often need it? Who need it? Often need it the most, um, which is fine. Everyone, everyone needs help every now and again. Um, I get, a friend wronged me at uni, so I froze one of my shits and cheese grated it all over his room. That is fucking sick shit, that man. That is levels above. Now, are you gonna tell the story about your about your housemate? The CD one. The no, the the girl in your last uni house who you hated so much. No. No, you're not going to tell it, or no, you don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. That there was a there were whether it was you or your housemates or a combination of the two decided to enact some should we say pissy revenge on her bedroom. Yeah, let's leave that one. There. <laughs> okay. I don't even remember her fucking name. Yeah, you fucking hated her. Oh yeah, pissed all over she the bedroom. <laughs> Ah shit, they're still on. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, one day we'll delve, we'll delve into that one, but genuinely, just yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on. I once passed out at a party because I'd smoked some very strong weed. I was dragged out into the open air, and when I came to, I said I'd passed out because I was diabetic and asked for a Mars bar. Fucking <laughs> 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 munchied up. Fantastic. I have two dogs and I'm on a bunch of dog Facebook groups. Every time someone posts about their dog dying, I snooze that person for 30 days so I don't need to read their self-pitying <laughs> attention warning. That's great. That's fucking great. I love the fact that you got... This is the thing. Like, I've got groups where it matters to me, but yeah, he's asked. I don't need to fucking don't know these people. I don't need to delve into... I've had that in groups where, you're, you again, you're in a group of people and they want to share some really miserable stuff and it's like... I don't know you. I don't need... And my life's hard enough. I don't need your misery. The misery of people I don't know fucking... Do you tell me it doesn't fill you up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sh- yeah, Sean. For I am, I, I have this. Me, me, me and my wife have a, 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 one of the fundamental differences between us. I take often great comfort and pleasure in the misfortune of others, and not because I like to see people suffer. Because in in various situations, I I can be made to feel better by knowing that other people's situation is worse than mine. And that sounds like I'm a terrible person, and I am. But a, the exa- a, a light-hearted example of this. Well, you love slapstick comedy, don't you? hundred percent. That's pretty much your favourite. Me and my mum are like this. It's like, if someone falls over, 
don't come looking to me for help until I've got all the laughs out my system first and foremost. I'm I'm a bad person to be around when you get hurt because I it like I once. Do you remember when your nail broke his ankle? So there's two. <laughs> Oh my god! I genuinely, I, I am going to hell. I, there's no getting away from this. So we were playing footy in the park, and I was about to cross it in, and my cousin was backtracking, and he st- and he stepped into a pothole basically in the ground, and rolled his ankle, mm-hmm. and I ran, yeah, the twenty yards between us, and went. Ah! in his face and like and I was just laughing me and he goes it's I, I know that it's funny Paul but I think it's broken <laughs> the I... fucking tears I, I had to walk away I had to walk away I couldn't and his ankle was really so bad so I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a video and we'll put it into into it okay. because I think your reaction could be really fucking wicked to okay. this so you just have to bear with me while I set this up and turn the fucking sound on and all this type of stuff and you may have seen it before but this is the exact type of shit that you love yeah I live for that shit. We might have to cut that out for the podcast listeners, but fuck it, it's funny as fuck. Yeah, we'll put the link if we can as well, so you can check out that on Twitter. Um, the oh my what god, what a trick that is! Oh my god, they have absolutely had these pants down. I, yeah, I'm I'm, ba- I'm I'm genuinely bad for it. Like uh, the other one was when uh, our mate's dad we were playing five aside, and he's only little. Bless him. Oh, poor big man. Al, big Al, bless him. Um, and I ran. Ben man, he's like he's probably in his. He was probably in his 50s at this point and I'd have been early 20s at best, maybe late teens. And I burst past him and I'm significantly bigger than him. Like, and I just... Double his height. And I, I elbowed him in the eye as I kind of shrugged him off. And it was no, no malice. It was just, you know, just one of those things that happened. just funny. Immediately, this black eye come up. I couldn't look at him. <laughs> It's so bad. I elbowed a friend's dad in the eye and he got a black eye and I was helpless. Helpless. I had to walk to the other side of the court and it was like, you're a big fan of the the, the notion of the giggle loop um, from Coupling, the BBC series. And that notion is, if you're not allowed to laugh at something, all it takes is a thought and it bubbles up inside you and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up until it explodes out and I had this and I couldn't every time I looked at him it oh I'm a I'm a, I'm a genuinely bad human being and I can't even remember how I fucking got how I got to it but I, I'm a I'm going to hell I think it's I think that's perfectly perfectly clear about that situation anyway have you got any more uh let's do two more yes um I shoplift makeup items at the self-service till 
just put them down with a heavier item and it can't even tell. This is one out of your book, to be honest with you, Paul. Now, I don't want to say that we, me and you used to steal Dunkin' Donuts from Tesco's in the early days no. of, of Red Men, um, but it's what happened. We were poor, poor artists. It's not good. It's not good at all. They weren't Dunkin' Donuts, so they won't be on to us. Don't what, worry. Krispy Kremes. Shit. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, and you say me and you like I was a fucking accomplice. You were? Not after the first, not only after the first time. When you started doing it yourself, <laughs> when you realised that no one clocks you in the self-service till yeah. Um, okay, last but no means least. I had a dalliance night with my boss. He thought he could feel my G-spot and I squirted, but it was a scar from a birthing tear and I peed on him. <laughs> fantastic. Absolutely awesome. Genuinely fantastic. Right, right, so the second part then, I suppose, Paul, it's going to be a, a little bit shorter than the first because the way that I'm going to do it, I've got loads of these flesh holes and as I mentioned at the start I'm just going to read them and it's down to the viewers to tell us who yep. uh, if any if any of these are my stories okay. or there could be multiple or there could be just the could one could be absolutely could be absolutely so I'm going to just read time. straight from my sheet and what I've done is to make sure that no one knows I've, I've taken the words from the flesh hole tweets and copied them onto A4 or so no one can get onto it or have I you're going to make some eye love to the camera my this? mates used to keep their used towels in the bath. I once pissed in the bath drunk. When I was a teenager, I tried fucking almost anything, including one year, the oven-ready but uncooked Christmas turkey's neck hole. It was cold and not quite slippery enough, but nonetheless I persisted and fired off into the stuffing. <laughs> My mother's cooking was much complimented on later. Age 14, I came home to find my front door unlocked. I checked we hadn't been burgled and forgot about it. That evening, my parents said we had to talk. They had found my mum's underwear on the floor. I tried to explain, but to this day, they think I wanked over my mum's knickers. <laughs> no comment. I once overheard my mum and dad having sex. I got up for a poo in the middle of the night. They started having sex whilst I was on the toilet. My mum got annoyed because my dad fell asleep inside of her. When I am feeling nostalgic and horny, I look up my old favourite porn sites from the 90s on the internet archive way back machine. We used to bury our porn in the woods in the 90s. I've looked for it when roaming those woods, but never found it. <laughs> what when woods was it? Chilwell. <laughs> when I worked in a hotel, an actress was staying there, so she went to work. I once wanked in her bed. My mum walked into my bedroom without knocking first. She caught me mid-wank. I said... I was just thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl at work nicknamed Sicknote, and she was always ill. We used to stamp on her food prior to cooking it. We realised after a while why she was always sick. Our cleaning lady has been cleaning our house for eight years. We exchanged lovely presents at Christmas. I know about her son and her grandchildren, but both me and my wife have forgotten her name. And there seems to be just no way we can find out. <laughs> I fucking hate that situation. 
hate it. Leaving a party drunk, I pissed back through the letterbox. When I heard someone coming down the stairs to the front door to confront me, I put my drunk friend in front of the door, walked round the corner and shouted, stop pissing through the letterbox. <laughs> he took the rap. This reminds me of the porch sick story. Similar, isn't it? Mm. I used to use my granddad dying as an excuse to get out of doing stuff. Got to reset my first year at university from it and got my tech teacher to build my GCSE project with it too. When I was 11, I was throwing snowballs at traffic. We smashed the lorry's windscreen in. Prior to this, the same thing happened in a park and they drove in and caught my mate. He knocked on my mum's house two hours later with, after being abducted and beaten up. A friend asked us all to vote for a baby in the local paper's best baby competition. Her baby was not the best. <laughs> so I voted for someone else's. <laughs> At home, I urinate sitting down. And a man, by the way. Mmm. Mmm. Which of any of those are genuine confessions from our very own Chris Pajak? Let us know. If you're watching on YouTube, in the comments section underneath. If you're on the podcast, tweet us. Maybe none. Maybe all maybe of them. Maybe none, maybe all. At MatchXPayJack on Twitter. Get involved. Tweet in right now with which of those, if any, or all, you think are genuine confessions from Mr. Chris Payjack and which are simply taken from Fesshole. Outstanding. I, you've, you, show, you showed me a couple of them beforehand that I recognize a couple of them, but you've added more. And I'm now wondering whether you've added more of your stories or whether you've added more vessel ones I, I there's a few there which <laughs> I don't know I genuinely don't know <laughs> I don't know but I'm, I'm hmm hmm um, oh he's been a big fan of Christmas dinner me <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> fucking hell that's amazing right okay um let's see uh, <laughs> okay we're gonna do we haven't got too much in the way of life advice. If you, if you want us to give you some life advice, use the comment section underneath on YouTube or again. You can email matchxpayjack at gmail.com. That's matchxpayjack at gmail.com. If you want to do some confessions as well for us to do in the future as well, we might make this a bit more of a regular thing if you enjoy it uh, and you want to remain anonymous, you can. We won't. We, if you if you tell us not to tell your name, we will absolutely keep it to ourselves. We promise 100%. We did um, that yeah. two weeks ago. We did it. We did it. It went really well. Um, so, yeah, we did get people asking us a lot of stuff. and We don't want to get too much into it. A lot of coronavirus stuff, which we're going to have to be careful with because, of, like, everyone... The whole world could be a zombie nation by the time this comes out, so we need to be too careful with this. Um, but so with Jimmy uh, JT nineteen eighty two James that said, if the coronavirus ends up cancelling the league, how can we deal with it? Seeing Gary Neville open another champagne bottle would be too much to take. I I I've become such a selfish prick that like football has become my primary concern over this, and it, should, it should, genuinely shouldn't be. But like that's how again I've already admitted I'm going to hell. We've all we've all come to the conclusion we're all fine that I'm gonna spend all eternity rotting in hell. So me having this opinion is not going to change that one way or the other. I would like Liverpool to just have the league sewn up before anything else happens. Well, they can't take it away from me. <laughs> can't take that. Up. <laughs> yeah, uh, mate. Uh, Liverpool have won this league. Just not yet, unfortunately. Just not yet. But we have absolutely fucking won it. Um, 
I, I we were joking, we were laughing and joking it off the other week, going, ah, it'll never happen, blah, blah, blah. And now it's very much, it, like, there's a good chance football in the Premier League will at least be playing behind closed doors by the time this comes out. But yeah. Anyway, um, before we wrap up, is there anything. Um, I think want to talk about. I want to just draw attention to the fact that I was at Comic Con in Liverpool last week. Got to interview the Green Ranger, which was some people would be like, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Oliver. He um, was the White Ranger. He was the White Ranger as well. He was, and I'm sure countless other Rangers. But there was a very small window of my life when I was probably still too old to be watching Power Rangers. When I watched Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I used to pretend not to like it because yeah. my brother liked it because yeah. he was three. He's three years younger, give or take. So mm. I, I'd be like, oh. Not the Power Rangers oh, again. Hello, Kim Ranger. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson. Hello, Kimberly. Kim- How are you doing, darling? Amy Jo Johnson, I think, is absolutely, absolutely. But I did have this conversation with my wife who went, it was the Pink Ranger there? <laughs> I was like, easy. <laughs> well, That's I, exactly I, what Chris said. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, fair play. I mean, what was interesting to note on that is that um, like we, I was hoping to get a few more interviews, but I got the interview with... Um, with, uh, Jason David Frank it was brilliant we'll put that up on the on the YouTube channel and probably on the podcast thing as well not a massive one but quite interesting his, his page was quite was good fun but also him talking about basically people offering him out for fights because he's so hard that people looking to take him down and him basically saying to like to trolls online I will be in my dojo at one o'clock on this day bring it just bring it and him, him having to basically and him having it a number of people who he's kicked the shit out of under under Boss like yeah, yeah absolutely amazing so yeah do go and do check that but one thing it was asked the question of like the American Pie the American Pie people were there and the question that was often asked is well like is, is Biggs there or is it such as there no 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 they weren't Shannon Elizabeth is she still Shannon Elizabeth is still astounding She's a, an astoundingly attractive woman still that was one thing I took away from Comic Con um, I didn't have to go to find that out me and Tom Googled it. You just Googled it. <laughs> she's, she's absolutely stunning still, which was great. And I point out as well, we, we were hanging around, and we were hanging around near the American Pie stuff, and again, once again, my wife goes, just, I was like, do you want to go and look at the American Pie people? Yeah. Do you want to see if Shannon Elizabeth still fits? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. And the answer is, yes, she is. She's great. Um, who was your, like, when you were, like, sort of, I don't know, 15 years old, who was, who was it? Who was the absolute pinnacle? I'm of trying to think. There was a, probably around that period because I, I, it blares into one. But there's a point where I was start. I was allowed to put like pictures of girls up on me on me. Not to Wednesday's extent, like not far off. To be fair, I had a wall of it was just a wall to wall of beds, which was a bit much. Like, but there was a few. It was like Pamela Anderson was the one when we were teenagers. She was like a gl- the global kind of superstar. There's a few others around there around the Baywatch area. So like Yasmin Bleeth, Carmen Electra. Um, Jenny McCarthy but like at that point I was a horny teenager anything like just boobs and stuff was great weren't they but yeah Jet was there Jet was absolutely there from the Gladiators yeah Lightning Lightning as well from the Gladiators can we can I Kelly Brock Denise Van Outen um, when the big breakfast was good Um, Victoria Beckham Chris yep yep massive massive fan of Victoria Beckham back in the day so <laughs> there was a house that you used to have. There is. This is not a story for you to tell. This is a story for me to tell in my own time. Okay. You did like Victoria Beckham. I loved Victoria Beckham, Paul, and that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to tell the story. Good. What was your first wank? Who was it over? Some porn, probably. I don't know. You? I know, and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's fucking atrocious. Is it a family member? No, Christ, it's not that. It's not it's, that terrible. 
It's not far off. It's not a family member. It's not someone that I know in real life, but it's a terrible, terrible choice for the first wank. I'll tell you off camera, and then you guys need to guess in the comments below who my first wank was over. What was the what, what would be a terrible first wank? Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. Christ, what programme was that from? It's Austin Powers. Of course it is, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you off camera, and I'll tell you that it was on me. If anyone gets it right. Edinburgh bronze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god was it a friend no <laughs> okay so that's fine was it a race no okay cool and there was no soggy biscuits involved either Massive. I don't know what guy. I often I, I had no idea what went on at Duke of Edinburgh but I imagine there was a degree of sodomy <laughs> not, not in my tent. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying no. <laughs> not in my tent. I mean, it's named after the Duke of Edinburgh, like you mean, and they all kind of goes on in that family, doesn't it? Uh, right, anyway, uh, we're going to wrap the podcast up there. Thank you very much, everyone, for, for listening and for watching. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can get us at MateXPayJack on Instagram and on Twitter. You can email us at MateXPayJack at gmail.com. You can follow us individually. I'm at the Paul Machin. Chris is at Mr. Blood Red as well. And um, yeah, if you want life advice, you want anything you want us to discuss on future podcasts, leave it in the comment section or again by tweeting in to us. Uh, five star reviews, as I say, always helps and all that good stuff. And make sure you check out threadsforreds.com as well. Wonderful, Chris. Sensational. Absolutely. Indeed. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Okay, brilliant. See you all soon. Nice one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.